0: Welcome to the Product Podcast, brought to you by Product School, the podcast where you get fresh insight from leaders at top tech companies and startups. Remember, you can learn product management in person at our 15 campuses worldwide or study with us online. Visit productschool.com to learn more about our courses. You can also hang out with the leaders from these podcasts at our hundreds of annual events and catch us at ProductCon the world's largest PM conference that takes place every year across the United States and in London. This is one of the topics that I'm going to discuss today is how, as a PM, you can influence building platforms. Things are changing. PMs uh, are not just responsible for building features, building capabilities, but we have to think broader. We have to think about platforms because they fuel the growth of what APMs can contribute to. And before I start my presentation today, um, I'm very proud to be working for Intuit. Intuit, as you know, is uh, one of the top companies which has been in the Fortune 100 companies for 15 plus years, and I'm really proud about that. On top of that, Intuit has also been now included in the Fortune 50 futures list, which is great for a 35-year-old company to continuously innovate, Uh, that rigor continues. And part of that goes to platform building, and part of that goes to how PMs influence platform building. Um, In terms of the core set of businesses for Intuit, there are two key set of businesses. One which is very uh, focused on to the consumers, which is TurboTax and Mint. And then second is the QuickBooks accounting, which our accountants use more of B2B kind of a business. And why I'm telling you this, a um, couple of factors. One, uh, we are a $7 billion company. And part of that, even at this scale, we grew at a 13% rate. For the set of businesses which are on the QBO side, accounting uh, uh, online side, we grew with a rate of 45%, which is huge. For a company with that size, growing at a speed of 45%, that's huge. And for that, you don't need to build just systems. For that, you need to build platforms. If we just think about systems, that's not going to cut it. If that kind of a growth has to continue, the PMs have to think about building platforms to enable that kind of a growth. So as part of today's presentation, I'll be presenting with Sandeep, uh, who is a group product manager at Intuit with me, and we'll cover four parts of it. Part one, uh, I'm going to take you to the journey of why we are building the platform. Uh, What is the platform? How is uh, that we are building the platform? And what is the PM's role in terms of influencing some of that platform building? And before I delve into the part that's related to the what, the why, and the how, um, I am part of this group at Intuit, which is called T4I, Tech for Intuit. In a traditional world, you will hear terms like CIO, CTO, but it's not that. It's Tech for Intuit, which is building the platform. And part of this organization, the way our thinking is organized, and this is where PMs contribute on a day-in-day basis, is to make sure that we have the right set of strategy in front of us. And when we say the right set of strategy in front of us, uh, there are three parts. One, uh, we are building a, a platform, right, which is a unified platform. As, as we grow in terms of um, uh, the growth of a company, over a period of time, we acquire a lot of companies. We buy a lot of companies, and that creates a lot of silos. That creates a lot of monoliths. And that's what we want to cut to make sure we are building a unified platform and think about all of this as one organization versus different parts. And as a PM, specifically if you are kind of starting your career as a PM, you have to uh, tune in into seeing that you're not building those silos. You have to cut those silos. Because the ecosystem play, the network effects play, all comes in really strong when you have that kind of a thinking. Every day, there are set-off uh, business unit leaders that will come to us and say, I need this feature, uh, I need this capability. And as a PM, we have to take them back to the drawing board, back to the guiding principle, saying that, is this going to benefit all of the ecosystem? or is it going to be just a capability or a feature we are building? So in terms of your thinking, when you're building a platform, you have to ensure it's built agnostic of a region, agnostic of a BU, agnostic of uh, any nuances that will be out there. If not, you will end up making 31 flavors of Baskin-Robbins. And that's not what you need. You do need something very streamlined, and once you have that streamlined approach, the, f- the growth comes in really, really fast. Like you launch in one market, boom, you can launch another market, you can launch a feature across in many countries, because specifically with large companies, you need to scale. Uh, second uh, part is related to these principles is, you need to really p- uh, pay close attention to the technology. And PMs usually, as we so say, is customer-obsessed, but a PM has to invest in technology. You have to make sure that you're using the right automation tools, you're running your CICDs, you're making sure that your product is on the SaaS. If you don't have all of those ingrained in, term, in terms of the product management culture, you will fail. You will not be able to build a platform if... By any way, you kind of go into those old ways of uh, implementing the technologies. So you have to think modern, you have to think SaaS, uh, you have to think about enabling things on the cloud, and very soon, if you, I mean, you can see the trend. Like all of the companies are moving towards the SaaS all of the companies are moving towards subscription economy. And subscription economy is just not a term which is to get more money, but it's centered around the customer success. And to be centered around the customer success, you have to think about an end-to-end experience. And this is where the PMs can influence that journey. On top of that, data, as we say, is the new oil. You have to keep data in your background. So when you're building a platform, you're starting with, number one, creating an ecosystem, making sure that you're not building silos, you're making sure that you're using the modern technology, and you're using data. Data to influence what you prioritize, data to influence actionable insights, and data to influence on how you're going to continuously study in terms of uh, what do you need to do next. The next part is, why are we building this platform? And this is where I use a lot of time these examples, is that let's say you uh, have at your home TV. You have internet. And you have a phone. Do you get three bills? Is there anyone who gets three bills for those services? I didn't see even a single hand. But in large companies, when you build these products, it's quite possible in terms of acquiring companies, you end up quickly sending out some of these bills, some of these invoices, in a siloed basis. So when we build a platform, you have to make sure that we are creating this ecosystem play. We have to make sure that we are not just going in and creating these silos out there. And that's the reason we are building this platform. And if we don't do that, not only do we give a bad customer experience, we also end up Uh, creating these silos. We also end up losing on the ecosystem play. Uh, When I say ecosystem, it's more in terms of, think about the network effect. So if I'm selling, as I pointed out in the beginning of my presentation, a a consumer kind of a product which is TurboTax, I will benefit if I can sell accounting with it. And if I'm not thinking about the platform, if the PM is not thinking about the platform, we'll be creating two different experiences. So that's the reason we are building the platform. On top of that, it's really important for us to uh, accelerate. And that acceleration cannot come in unless we build a product agnostic of BU, agnostic, uh, agnostic of the region, agnostic of the core capabilities, but thinking in terms of enabling a platform and then going really fast in terms of the market launches. And these days and time, it's really important to even think about security. With CCPA, just around the block, with um, ensuring that we have the right controls in the system, If, if we think about those silos, we'll not be able to fulfill all those compliance and security needs for our customer. So in the end, this all connects back to the customer obsession and making sure that we are delivering some of these products with speed. So now that we have covered why we're building the platform, um, this is where we cover what is in that platform that we are building. It starts from uh, something like order entry all the way to sending your bills to a customer. And now, in, in this, you will also see that when we say billing, it's not just handing out that bill. It's an experience. There is a customer that comes in makes a connection with you. The customer picks up a product. A price is presented to that customer. Once the price is presented, you have different options. You can come in through different channels. You can decide whether you want to bundle a product with something or not. Once you do all of that, it goes through the compliance checks. Once your compliance checks are done, you want to make sure that you do the right taxation. Once all of that is done, you have to do making sure that your correspondence is right. So once you take all this end-to-end, the point I'm making here is that you need to bring in the platform thinking as a PM. Let's say you're a PM and a request comes in that starting next month, we would like to send some kind of a mailer with our bill. And let's see what the reaction is. As a PM, you should think about what will happen end-to-end for that. How is that experience coming in? Is it supported for all channels? Is it supported for all markets? Is it supported for all regions? And if you do not think like that, you will be creating band-aids. And that band aids is what you should avoid. And this is where PMs can really influence the building of the product. Um, This is our high-level secret sauce, so to speak, to build a platform, and part of this is a lot of design thinking goes in. So the way we think about this is that when we are building a platform, now the consumption of platform can be across various channels. So in this case, uh, you can see that if a product is bought uh, with a web channel, if it's bought through a mobile channel, It can be bought by one business unit. It can be bought bought by another business unit. Do we kind of uh, expose to those business units on how do you integrate with us? The answer is no. Even for internal companies, even for your own business unit, you need to make sure that you keep a service layer on top of that and you expose your APIs. And once you do that, It's a service-based architecture, and this is where you kind of influence the faster delivery. If a BU comes to us saying that we need to kind of launch this product in this market, these are the set of APIs, call them, use it. Not only call them and use it, making sure the developers that are consuming those APIs have a way in which they can quickly go and test it without knowing what's underneath it. So that's what we have done, and this is very different than how things started. Uh, in the past. Uh, The way things started in the past is you need a feature. Uh, For this feature, you will need these X things. Uh, You get them implemented, and then you're done. But this kind of takes away that feature-building, capability-building mindset into more of a platform-building mindset. And PMs can truly influence this area. Uh, This is part of our global reach that we have now launched in. And again, uh, when we started this kind of a program, we made sure that we have that kind of a platform thinking. And that took us to a journey. And once the platform was built in, we had like, amazing speed that we got. And I have my co-presenter, Sandeep, that will take us through the journey of how did we actually go in influencing product management in fulfilling this journey. Thank you. Thank you, Naveen, for walking through
1: the what and why part of the the story. And uh, I'll take through the how part of the story. Uh, Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, So Intuit, as you know, is a global company. And to power uh, the success of this global company, we needed a, a global platform. And I'm glad to say that today we have the global platform which can support multiple currencies, multiple languages, global compliance needs, It can uh, do integrations with uh, payment processes uh, in local countries. And all of this was possible because we thought global, but we took uh, small steps. We started off with smaller markets uh, for for our size. We started off with uh, countries like UK and Canada, uh, which were offering standard offerings to the customers, but still had regional nuances around how to manage uh, the payments, how to uh, manage the first-time use experiences, and what we did is we learned from these uh, early uh, experiments that we did with these markets uh, around how to do the first-time use experiences, for example, or how to integrate with uh, local payment providers and bring those learnings back to, to the big markets. And uh, we, we learned from this, and when we took it to bigger markets, we were able to scale very fast. Uh, and in fact the journey that you see here, the the time it took for us to go from the first to the second market was about one and a half years. But the subsequent one and a half years, we were able to launch nine markets in straight time period. So that was a big success that we, we learned as, as a PM team. That brings me to the journey line for Intuit in building this platform. So as Navin said, we took a platform-centric approach to product management. And uh, this platform required us to think global. So what we did is we started off with uh, international markets. And uh, we, we started off with foundational capabilities. So we looked at uh, areas like first-time user experiences, as I talked about. We also looked at challenges that our markets face. Like, let's say, the Canada market was Uh, having struggled with the way we add on products to their uh, current product suite. That's because we didn't have a very flexible item structure. So what we did is we looked at all the different markets and, and figured out that the best way to approach this problem is to actually come up with a flexible item structure that would allow us to add on products quickly. This, this was the teething customer problem for uh, years because our legacy platform was having a very hard and fixed SKU mechanism. So we were able to overcome that, which allowed us to expand very quickly in our international markets. Other thing that we did is we tried to standardize a lot of the key processes around customer migration, customer conversion, which helped us scale very fast. Uh, one of the things in platform building is to ensure that we have a very strong, uh, repeatable processes which can help us scale faster. And migration is one of the biggest challenges that we, that we face when you're building platforms. Uh, when we built this out, uh, we were able to migrate about six times the volume of the current platform. From 750K, we moved to about 4.5 million customers in a span of 12 months, which for a company of the size of Intuit was a big deal, especially without impacting the customer experiences in, in this whole migration. One of the biggest challenges that we face when we build platform for a company like Intuit is to break down the barriers uh, between the organizations. And the way we were able to overcome is we actually uh, created a, a robust uh, product management practices uh, re- regarding the intake mechanism as well as the prioritization. Uh, this helped us break down the, the, the barriers between the organizations. And we got a lot of support from both the internal teams as well as the leadership. So what we did is we, we came up with four themes in terms of prioritization. We identified uh, customer innovation, global growth, platform building, and then tech excellence. And then we would allocate uh, our prioritization between these themes on a yearly basis to align with the global, uh, growth as well as to align with the organizational goals. And this actually helped us a lot because it's so difficult to get alignment across multiple companies, uh, especially because of the orga- organizational silos. And uh, we were able to actually scale very fast because all the prioritization was done together as a team and everyone would march on uh, along the same lines. Uh, other thing which I talked about is continuous grooming. So we have been like. We, we have established processes which have been uh, evolved over a period of like two to three years. And even now, we're challenging ourselves on how uh, those processes should be evolved so that we uh, think beyond uh, our current success. Talking about uh, the building capabilities, so this slide talks about how we brought everything together as a platform. So you see in the middle, uh, we, we started off with building foundational capabilities around uh, billing, subscription management, items, pricing, promotions. We also talked about revenue recognition. So once we developed the, the, build, the foundational capabilities, we started building core business for, uh, capabilities on top of it to cater to our uh, wholesale or the accounting channels, which is very key to uh, our accounting products. We built complex charge models around usage and billing. Once we did that, we, we tried to ensure that we built that agnostic of the as, as Naveen said, as agnostic of markets, customer segments, and we catered to all customer segments across all our accounting and uh, tax offers. Uh, as I said, we are already global-ready, and we were able to build a platform that allowed us to have any customer from any market come and start uh, using our product. We have reached that stage now. And we built all of this in a way where we could offer all this through multiple channels, including web, agent-assisted, in-product discovery, mobile, et cetera. So this is a quick glimpse into all the billing capabilities that we have built over the past few years, and also the ones that we are focusing on uh, to build over the next uh, few years to cater to our uh, growing business as well as uh, innovation. Couple of key opportunities that we see in this space are around uh, billing, uh, care, customer success, these are the areas where we see a lot of opportunities coming in. We also see that there are a lot of opportunities in cross-selling and bundling our products across the accounting and the tax software. And that's where we are going to spend a lot of our energies over a couple of uh, uh, months and quarters ahead. I also would like to call out that this is just the beginning, and as we see and go into the next few years, you'll see that there'll be more capabilities that we have to build as a platform uh, and again, the platform thinking is very important here because uh, most of the time in organizations like Intuit, you might spend time in building product based on the requirements that you get from the business units or functional groups. But once you start building a product that caters to uh, all these business uh, of business units and functional groups, you start to think about how to actually build this product that can be replaced, if needed, to meet, uh, meet future technological advancements. To give an example, we are building this more of capabilities that can be packaged into uh, microservices that could be consumed by any any business unit. The reason for that is tomorrow, the billing platform, the underlying billing platform would change, and we know that's going to change. But we want to keep that agnostic uh, or transparent to the customers as well as our partners and The approach that we took is we actually packaged all of this behind set of core services that Naveen talked about earlier that allows us to actually make it very transparent and in future make it very agnostic so that we can replace the billing product and the payment products and the commerce platform behind the scene any point in time. So that's the journey so far about building, uh, building a platform as a product. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to the Product Podcast. If you like this episode, don't forget to leave a review on iTunes. For more product insights, head over to ProductSchool.com.